Hi, San Francisco. Welcome to Quizotron. I'm your host, Rebecca Watson. Please join me in welcoming tonight's special guests, Rahul Samant, Jason B., Trace Dominguez, and Keith L. Jensen. Wow, what a huge crowd. Yeah. No. Yeah. There, it's standing room only. Uh, wow. Drunk <laughs> yeah. and angry. They're, <laughs> they're turning them away at the door. Get that table in the back out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for, for those of you who are new here, uh, what's going to happen tonight is over the course of a few different rounds, uh, I'm going to ask our panel a variety of science-themed questions. Uh, each contestant, as you can see, has a buzzer in front of them. Uh, you don't need to hit it yet. Uh, I saw the light in your eyes uh, as you guys eyed those buzzers. Don't hit them yet. But when you do, you can buzz in and you can answer the question. And uh, you'll receive points if you're correct or if you amuse me. And you will lose points if you are incorrect or if you displease me in some manner. Uh, whoever has the most points by the end of the show will be declared the winner. And the winner does get to wear the Quizotron belt for up to 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, let's jump right into things. Uh, round one, get to know the contestants. Question number one. Which contestant has actually punched a Nazi. Rahul. I thought it was Keith, but it's not, I guess. It is not Keith. <laughs> uh, I just wrote sorry. a book about it. Sorry, Good trick. So sorry. Do we have any other guesses? Who on our panel has actually punched a Nazi? Does anyone here know? Including the person that did it, Keith. I hope you didn't get bad information. Yeah, I did get this I'm information. I'm guessing it's Jason B. I mean, I hope you're right. <laughs> Good job, Keith. I have no idea why he didn't buzz in. Jason, I have been informed that you once punched a Nazi. At least once. once. <laughs> That's all it takes. Once is enough. Uh, can you once tell that us? I was apprehended for this. <laughs> oh, right. Ooh. Can you tell us about it? Uh, one time at a, a white supremacist demonstration in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, I was able to see them leaving into a parking garage, and I let a group of people, and we kind of ran up on them and gave them a little bit of the business. Nice. Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we support Nazi punching here. It's How does it feel that a wimp like me who's never punched a single Nazi is getting money for writing a book about it? Is that... Is there any justice in the world? I mean, are you getting money, though? <laughs> so much. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? You selling those, are you? Yeah, I'm slumming. I'm also I'm sold out. That's why there's none here oh, with me tonight. All right. we, we, were, we were beefing at that time. So I remember when that book came out, I was like, I should write that book. <laughs> <laughs> we were never beefing. It's the brief internet beef. Oh, oh wait. Hold on. Let, let's, let's pause for a, a brief episode of WTF. Uh, are we cool now? Are we cool? <laughs> we rode together. I think you beefed without me. Maybe. <laughs> was this a was one-sided beef? 
Keith was just mean to me. He wasn't really mad. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm like. I do. <laughs> Keith has beef with a lot of comedians. There, uh, This comedian will remain nameless, but there's someone I invited to a big show we were doing at the Castro, and he never got back to me, and I was a little put off about it. And then later I found out that he hates Keith. <laughs> We had a hug. I bought him coffee. It was yeah. all good. He just didn't do your stupid show. Yeah, the night of the show, because he was in a show just before ours, and I see them hugging it out. I'm like, Keith, I didn't know you knew him. And he's like, well, he hated me up until like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's why he wasn't on our show, you asshole. So I get it. <laughs> why do you assume that's why? Maybe your show's just not that appealing. What do you t- look at this crowd. Okay, good Keith. point. Fair point. Tell me this isn't appealing. Audience at home, one of those people you heard was the sound man. <laughs> Who we love. <laughs> uh, Jason B., tell us about yourself. 6'4", uh, uh, in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> I like long walks on the beach and mm-hmm. scuba diving. All right. I bake. I tell jokes. Oh. I smoke a lot of different things for mm-hmm. recreation. Uh, do you have a last name or is it just B? It's it's Bargert. Okay. But uh, it's a Nazi name, so I don't use it. Oh, <laughs> all right. Lest you have to punch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's side of the family, very blonde, blue-eyed, so proud. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, Jason B., thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Jason B., everyone. By the way, I notice a few of you do not have beverages. Would you like beverages? Yes. <laughs> yes. I would love yes, a yes. nice yes. soda water with I'm wine. old enough for a beer. It's All right. Let's, let's send 20% of our audience out to <laughs> get you guys some alcohol. Uh, what, do you, what do you want? A tall Tecate. Sculpin, please. Ooh, and a Tecate sounds nice. I'll yeah, copy you. Like a tall, yeah. like a I'll take cool. a Tecate, too. Thanks, baby. I love you. I also you. can't believe that Keith hasn't lost many points for saying your show is not great twice oh, now. I don't but. need to, to deduct <laughs> points from Keith. Keith deducts points from himself <laughs> just by That's existing. Fair. We know our business, sir. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't worry it's about not it. not my place. Don't worry about it. All right, here we go. Question number two. Um, which contestant has never punched a Nazi but is somehow writing a book about it and apparently <laughs> making money, Jason? It's Keith. Absolutely correct. <laughs> by the way, there's also a quote on the front of the book by Roseanne Barr. Oh! <laughs> Said it before you got to. And you know what else? There's a typo in it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a Nazi. <laughs> uh, how's your dumb book doing, Keith? Uh, really good. Yeah, good. Yeah, we're looking at doing the, uh, the audio version of it. The... You know, where I get to read it. Is Roseanne... Oh, Roseanne's not going to read it. <laughs> she wasn't available. Yeah. Stupid I mean, she's definitely... Just, she's definitely looking for work. Out. It was just me. <laughs> she's got nothing better to do. <laughs> and that'd be very funny. There's nothing better she can do, really. Yeah. Uh... Keith, what else are you up to these days? Just hating you. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. This is not public information yet, so Ooh. I'm saying it here first. Uh, so my new album, Unclean, comes out October 11th on 800 Pound Gorilla Records. Exciting. You just Yay. recorded it, right? Uh-huh. All right. Keith Old Jensen, everyone. Yay. Congrats. Thank you for being here because you're contractually obligated. Question number three. Which contestant is about to Brexit the Bay Area? 
It's the best best question I could come up with, Rahul. It is you, Rahul. It is you. Rahul, come on, everyone. Uh, first of all, where I should have asked you this in the green room. Where do you put the emphasis on your last name? So this is not interesting, but uh, <laughs> the language Marathi has no emphasis on any syllable. So it should be Rahul Samant. Samant. It's just a very boring language. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dad. You don't have to apologize <laughs> for an entire language you didn't invent. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, English isn't that great either. It's kind of the worst. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. Uh, so, Raul, yeah, you are not long for the Bay Area. We got you right before you're fucking off. That's true. I'm, I'm a cell biologist at Stanford for one more day. and then, Literally one more day? Yeah, tomorrow, in theory, <laughs> should be my last day, but I might go in for a bit. But then I'm going to the UK to sort all that mess out. Okay. You're, you're gonna, oh, good. You're going to yeah. fix it? You're going to fix yeah. the whole isn't, thing. Isn't that what I was meant to do? Yeah, you're going to sure. fix it yeah. for Brexit. I'm well, glad someone is. Yeah, yeah. someone yeah. needs to. I mean, you know, I had to step up. You are uh, born and raised in England, I assume? No, from the, I no. was born in Mumbai. I'm kind of working through the... English-speaking British Empire. Okay. Lived in Australia for a while. Excuse me, you're not including America in that, are you? Because, oh, no. Oh, gosh, no. yeah, we do not. <laughs> we do not oh, recognize <laughs> our colonial occupiers. I, yeah. I've only got Canada and South Africa left, and then I have the, you know, four You hours. haven't been to Canada yet? I haven't lived in Canada yet. Oh. Yes. Oh, you have to live there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, otherwise anyone could do this. I mean, come on. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what, you're, you're currently at Stanford for one more day. So by the time this podcast goes up, you're done. Uh, sure. <laughs> it goes up tomorrow. Um, and then what are, you, what are you going back to England for? I am starting my own lab in Cambridge, the, the mm-hmm. proper Cambridge. Oh, um, oh how, first, first of all, how dare you? Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> the original and probably not the best, to be honest. But, yeah. And yeah, I work on... Why do we get old is the easiest way to ask oh. that question. And why do we get old? Well, he's still working on it. Right oh, now. all right. I'm sorry. You're I'm, right. I'm a lowly postdoc right now. Oh, okay. Give me a few years. Please. All right. After the Brexit thing I've sorted, <laughs> then we'll work on the aging. I almost started a fight in a Cambridge pub once. I've only been there once, and I almost started a fight with a guy who – it was during Barack Obama's – oh, did you want to – did you have something to say? Rebecca Watson. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you, you, you took away points. Yeah. You said uh-huh. yes, sure did. You sure did. Uh, yeah, it was during Obama's inauguration, and uh, we went into a pub with a TV, and I asked the bartender if we could watch the inauguration. He said, oh, yeah, sure. And then uh, a, some bro came over and started playing a White Riot on the jukebox. Yes, Trace. In the UK, they're called lads. <laughs> Uh, no, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you get points for that? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just uh, I was feeling generous. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I ended up unplugging the jukebox, and he tried to punch me. Uh, <laughs> Rahul, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for being here, Rahul Samana, everyone. <laughs> All right. Question number. Oh, man. Keith? The clash is overrated. How, I really thought that how, was... How dare you? I did not appreciate the choice because he was clearly a racist trying to make a statement with the only song he could find on the jukebox, but how dare you? They are so overrated. Wire is way better. Oh, my God. 
We'll discuss later. Uh, question number four. Which contestant is desperately in need of a wedding hashtag? Trace Dominguez. That's me. It is you. Trace Dominguez. Yes. Yeah, you're you're getting hitched soon. I'm getting hitched next May, and my fiance's name is Flavia, and my name is Trace, which does not Travia. lend itself to any cutesy hashtags Place. at all. Mm-hmm. Place sounds like a condition. Place, yeah. yeah. Place is the one that everybody Stay comes up with, microphone. and I'm like, ew, Place. I don't want that. Yeah, Place. use your microphone when you have clever what things What does Place sound like? Place sounds like a condition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A medical condition. I got a bad case of Place. Yeah, like you have to shave your head after My you dog has them, yeah. <laughs> Might I suggest no hashtag because all hashtags are bad and you're not wrong. Ooh, hashtag no hashtag wedding. <laughs> that was a, that was actually suggested. Oh, um, the <laughs> so we're not hashtag the we aren't having a hashtag or something. They I said like it was very it. confusing to tell all of the vendors that was their hashtag. Do it in Portuguese. <laughs> we thought about that. Then all the Americans would have trouble, and we'd end up with hundreds of hashtags all misspelled. Go with self-importance. Just the wedding. Just hashtag <laughs> the, the wedding. The wedding. Like, weird, Our weird. wedding. Capital T, capital W. I like it. Own it before someone else does, man. <laughs> we just did ourwedding.gif spelled out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, dot gift. <laughs> dot give us gifts. Uh, Trace, you don't just get married. Uh, you do other things as well. Uh, what, what are you up like. to? <laughs> Um, I make a channel on the YouTube called Una Dose of Trace. It, uh, we talk about science. I say we like there's more than just me. <laughs> no, you uh, have the to royal use the way. You can use yeah, the royal way. I get it because your name is Trace. That's right. It's a double pun. I was helping you. <laughs> so yeah, talk about science uh, every week. Last week was the golden ratio and why it's bullshit. Thank God. I actually I saw golden ratio. You know, in your headline, I was just like, he better be saying it's bullshit. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's one of the things that really annoys me. Uh, is I'm like, sorry, can I? Why? <laughs> why well, designers love it and say that it's like the magical like Fibonacci sequence yeah. is real for sure. However, the golden ratio that's attributed to it that is not better or worse than any other ratio. It's just like a nice mathematical proportion. It's not like magical or metaphysical, which is often... You're not having a go at like the shells of those No, things. no. Okay. Although the, okay. most of the time, the You're Nautilus... You're not taking on yeah, big I mean, shell, yeah. are you? <laughs> the Nautilus shell is an example that a lot of like metaphysicists use. Is like, oh my God, it's like a rule of nature. Look at this amazing Romanesco broccoli. And it's like, if you actually try and apply the golden ratio to that, it commonly doesn't work. Yeah. It's like usually stretched to make it look like it works when in reality it doesn't work. Yeah, you can take know. you can take that image of the golden ratio and put it over anything <laughs> and then put it on Twitter and be like, look at this. And it'll get like a thousand retweets. And will be like, oh my God. Or you can put it on like, Tumblr and wow. Yeah, it, it just explodes. Through the roof. Go on Tumblr anymore. Does yeah. anybody? No, because there's no porn there anymore. No one cares. Yeah, why would you go? No, guys should put that over their dick pics. And just yeah, <laughs> the golden ratio of my That's dick. That's what we've been doing wrong. It's perfect, baby. <laughs> I knew it wasn't, you know, randomly sending pictures of our dick. I knew there was something else we were doing wrong. You got to dress it up. That's right. Trace Dominguez, everyone. <laughs> Also, I have good news. Uh, in the course of that round, our audience size has doubled. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they're hype. I like it. Do you want to tape the intro again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just all go back. And, no. <laughs> no, they get the point. Be loud and obnoxious. It's a podcast. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right, so that was round uh, one. Let's move on to round two. Uh, round two, the category is psych. Psych. The show? 
Uh, well, you won't know until you hear the first question. Mm, Actually, it. you probably will never know, so I'll just say it's psychology, but I just wanted to make it a little got it. fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> question number one. What phenomenon can lead people to form false memories? Trace. Dulé Hill. <laughs> Me and that one person in the audience <laughs> l- loved that. <laughs> Because I legit do love the show Psych. It's great. Um, that's one of the Charlie actors the in the oh, show God. Psych. Yeah. Right. Charlie from the West Wing. He's yeah. also on Psych. Yeah. Both and it's a, very good shows. It's a great show. Uh, and basically the same level of uh, intelligence. <laughs> but no. Is, no, it, is not, it up for grabs? It is still up for grabs. Is yeah. it the Mandela effect? The Mandela effect. Oh, no. That's a really good guess, but I'm going to have to take points away. I'm sorry. I think it's technically true, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh! He's ready to fight for this one. Wow. Wow. Somebody's getting a little... Okay. He doesn't only punch Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> when I say phenomenon, it's a general term to describe, like, what thing of 2019 that is often uh, things that we talk about? I don't know. Phenomenon's the only word I can Repeat think of. Repeat the question. Yeah, I uh, what phenomenon can lead people to form false memories? Nothing. Are you Google? No. What the- <laughs> I don't think anybody God tried that it. before. You're- That's another hundred points off for Jason B. Uh, no, I'm looking. The, the answer I'm looking for is fake news. I was going to say oh. that, and it sounded well. Too you should have. Everything you say sounds dumb. So just right. go for it next time, Keith. You can't lose. Um, yeah, fake news. Researchers presented thousands of people with. Uh, Several news stories, this is back when the Irish referendum on abortion was happening, and they gave them several stories about uh, the legalization of abortion, including two that they made up out of whole cloth about campaigners doing something illegal, campaigners on one side or the other. And then they had the people talk about each news item and describe like their feelings and their memories about that news item, and people made up memories to match the fake news items. Uh, Like, oh yeah, I remember when that happened. And people tended to do it for the um, opposite side. So if they read a story about the opposite side from them doing something terrible, they remembered it happening and made up extra details to go along with it. And even after they were told some of these news items were fake, they were terrible about picking out which ones were fake. So, yeah, they actually were able to implant false memories in people. So do you have any of these? I remember when that happened. (laughs) (laughs) My mom swears that she remembers Mel Gibson being interviewed and talking about his, like, horrible facial scars that he had as as a kid, which is this long rumor about Mel Gibson. You know, he played that character that had the... In The Man With No Face. Right. Yeah. And supposedly he chose that role because he'd really experienced something like that. And I'm trying to tell my mom, it's not actually true, Mom. That never happened. No, I remember him talking about it in an interview when he was crying. And I was like, just. And I don't doubt that she does remember it. But yeah, it's a fake. I saw that damn Shaq Genie movie. I saw it. (laughs) So yeah, you you were really close with the Mandela effect. Like, that is what that is about. I'd give him some. Hit your button, Jason. (laughs) Oh, I think you already buzzed in and got it wrong. So hit it again. Go ahead. All right, Keith wants you to have points, so there you go. You get points. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Good job, Jason B. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I have distinct memories of going to Disneyland with my parents uh, because they told me once that my mom was pregnant with me, 
And uh, while they were at Disney World, Disney World, and I swore up and down that I saw the parade and the fireworks, but it was just like my dad showed slides every weekend, you know, that I was a child. And so, yeah, I have these distinct memories of going to Disney World. I didn't. They didn't love me. It's kind of why witness testimonies are really inaccurate, right? It's like as soon as you put something from long-term memory into short-term memory, it can be manipulated really easily. Easily, yeah. Yeah, And why confessions are so tough, you know, when police extract them, especially from people with mental disabilities. Yeah, don't trust anything anyone says. And why a lot of your old memories, for the same reason that you, like, revisit a lot, are probably not correct to what actually happened because you pull them out of your long-term memory. Put them in short term, and then you like idealize them or make them worse or whatever, and then store them again. Yeah, then, you save over them. Yeah. Instead of saving a new file. I know. Gosh. Stupid fucking brain. What the heck? Final dash one. <laughs> Underscore final yeah, final. Final final. <laughs> All right. Question number two. According to a recent study, people who are prone to boredom are more likely to engage in fubbing. What is fubbing? According to science researchers, and I'll spell it for you. It's P H U B B I N G. Did you think I had something? You were going to say fucking something, no. weren't you? <laughs> what were you going to say? Go for it. Go for it. I don't even remember anymore. I'm fibbing. Uh, uh-huh. Fubbing with a P H, and I've already hit the little button. Yeah, we're still waiting. Here. I'm going to give you three seconds. Um, Come up with something. Um, uh, having sex with bears. I don't know. I would call that fubbing if I had to come up with a name Is for it. Is that what fubbing. you would call that? So, yeah, people are like, You wouldn't hey, call it cubbing? Hey, are these grown bears? No, full-grown bears. <laughs> I'm no fucking bear uh, pedophile. <laughs> I'm talking about full-grown adult consenting bears. It's not a it's weirdo. Fubbing. <laughs> I'm not a weirdo, right? She's Rebecca. I'm giving, I'm giving you the points. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not what I'm looking for, but uh, no, fubbing. Any other guesses? It is open now. Trace. Watching the show Psych. <laughs> No, you only get that once. You get that once. Any other guesses? Fabian. Only serious guess. Calling strangers on the phone at random numbers. Ooh, Ooh you're. That's not I bad. like that. You're getting close. You're getting close. I'm gonna give you another. You're wrong. Okay. So I'm gonna deduct points, but I'm gonna give you one more guess, and if you get it, I'll give you the points. So you are close. Oh. I think you've got the pH. What's the ubbing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's fucking phones. I'm absolutely (laughs) sure that it's fucking phones. Just say it. Don't ever listen to Keith. Just say fucking my phone and you will get points. They go to the club and trade phones and never ask whose phone it was. (laughs) Like a key party but with phones? Here you go. Have a good life. So sorry. Not what I'm looking for. Um, No, uh, it's it's phone snubbing. It's a combination of phone and snubbing. A new study in the Journal of Technology and Behavioral Science found that proneness to boredom was positively related to fubbing. Uh, The behavior is one where a person looks at their phone while they're out to dinner with a friend. Ah, yeah, That's the worst. We've all done it. Shut up. You've done it. But it's the worst. Yeah, and I've seen you do it. (laughs) I've probably done it to you. Yes. Yeah, that's how I've seen it. I've been sitting across the (laughs) table from you. Can we all just be honest? Don't you love when you finally find that friend that does do it so that you can do it too. No, it's true. And you true. can stop pretending that you don't want to both sit there and look at your fucking phones. <laughs> it's true. Actually, that's, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Can we go out to dinner sometime, Trace? Yeah, sure. Bring your phone. Oh, yeah, I think totally. we've got a love connection. I'll bring my iPad. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Full desktop set up at the restaurant. <laughs> Two screens. 
You don't have to do a little work, do you? Yeah. Really good dinner. Really good. People who agree with statements such as, I find it hard to entertain myself, and it takes more stimulation to get me going. <laughs> Not like that, though. Sounds like bear fucking to me. To also report fubbing more frequently. Um, and previous research has found that fubbing can significantly and negatively affect the way that the person being fubbed uh, feels about their interaction. <laughs> oh, Did we need fubber. a word for this? Did we? Like, really? No, but I can't stop saying it now. Fub. <laughs> Fubber, fubby, fubbet. I like it's it. like verb conjugation in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, going to do all the declensions okay, now. Right. I'm just going to own coke. it. The next time I'm out with someone, I'm going to be like, you mind if I fub? <laughs> Could I just fub real quick? Yeah, once it has a name. Just under the table. Okay. You won't yeah. notice right. it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing under there? I'm certainly not fubbing. <laughs> Son, you've been in the bathroom a mighty long time. <laughs> Question number three. What are the five most common themes that Norwegians stick to when telling stories about drinking too much? Jason. Trolls. I was going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm giving you points for it. <laughs> I was literally buzzing in to say gnomes, so we were right there. And I'll give you a point for each one, Rahul. Reindeer. Did you say reindeer? I did. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Can you I'm repeat so the question? Uh, yeah. The, what I are just the, heard Norwegian. And then I'll get to you, Jason. What are the five most common themes that Norwegians stick to when telling stories about drinking too much? Jason. Snow. <laughs> No, I'm so sorry. That was my guess. I'm, I'm glad so that you went for it. I'll give you a, a hint. Uh, it's it, it's probably true across all populations. It's probably not unique not to Norwegian Norwegians. Trace. Uh, singing songs. No. Oh, that's just me when I get drunk? It's just you. Cool. Just you. Keith. This is based on most of the drunk people that I know, but that fucking bitch or that <laughs> stupid asshole. Please be more specific. What did that stupid asshole or bitch do? They did me wrong. <laughs> they no. cheated. No, no. Jason, and, and uh, the, your other hint is that these are like fun stories to entertain. It's like, you'll never believe how much I had to drink last weekend. Blah, blah, blah. Where they fell asleep or woke mm. up? No. Wait, you guys keep taking points? <laughs> how many points can we lose on one question? I, I mean, we'll see. Is I, there a negative I, record? I feel you guys can get at least one of these. Like, you're telling a story. Well, maybe not Keith. because Being never hungover. Been- no. I was, like, so drunk last weekend, Keith. Fighting. Um, Punching. Punching Nazis. I'm going to give you this, because one of them is getting hurt. <laughs> Physical. You like, shouldn't have given me Yeah, this. getting oh, hurt okay. is one. Incarceration. Uh, <laughs> That's a little too specific. <laughs> this is going to be the lowest score. I know. Trace. Uh, dancing with somebody. Oh, I love that you're all singing and dancing. But no. Man, you keep fucking a bear. Uh, absolutely correct. Uh, fucking is one of them. Yeah, so you guys have fucking and getting hurt. A bear. There's three. It, the bear is extraneous. That that could be anything. Jason. Committing crimes. Yes. <laughs> fucking. Uh, committing crimes, getting hurt. There's, uh, let's, I'll give you guys one more. Keith. Being real good looking. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> oh, sweetie. What? That's what I do when I'm drinking. I know. Bless your heart. I know. It's been a while. Yeah, hasn't it? <laughs> no. Okay. So the two that we're missing, one is, uh, 
pranking, like fucking around with your friends who are drunk. Um, and the other one is barfing <laughs> or bodily oh. fluids in general, pissing yourself, pooping yourself. You guys barfing. don't have as much fun as I do when you drink, do you? It's just all punk bars I'm just over singing there. and dancing. I know. Trace is just time. singing and dancing. The I'm Norwegians like, are out there, there getting myself. arrested, barfing all over the cup. Your whole life is a regular bears. This was a study looking at drinking stories as a distinct narrative genre. Uh, and they surveyed 104 heavy drinkers in Norway. And yeah, they found that all of the stories tended to fall into one of those five narrative themes. And so, yeah, they're, they're, they're pushing for the idea of the, the drunk story as being a, a, a literary genre, basically. Drinking stories as a distinct narrative genre should be a podcast. Yes. That's a, that has a good mouthfeel, doesn't it? I, yeah, but, you know, that's probably not one that's up your alley, so to speak. Yeah. Just no, judging I, from I've your answers. I've got my share of drinking stories. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. just old. All right, last uh, question in this round. Pre-internet. You People can. who use more emojis tend to get more what? Keith. Pussy. Absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, was I knew it. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, STDs. I was so sure that answer yeah. was wrong as I said it. No, I also would have accepted dick or any other. Wait, genitalia. what would you have accepted? <laughs> Keith, everybody knows I'll accept dick. <laughs> All, right. all right, that's the only reason I do a podcast. My big chance. for all that sweet, sweet podcast and dick I get. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, I need a sample of Rebecca Watson saying I would have accepted dick. Sex and dates are what I was looking for. Um, a study of more than 5,000 people found that when it comes to texting emojis to potential partners, uh, 38% of the people said they never do it, 29% hardly ever do it, 28% regularly use them, 3% use at least one in every text, and 2.5% use more than one in every text. And yeah, what they found was the frequent use of emojis predicted going on more first dates over the past year as well as more frequent sexual activity. My mom uses emojis all the time. (laughs) Trace, I've got some good news for your mom. I have some disturbing news for you. Go mom, I guess. Excuse me, please. I need to send a text. (laughs) Mom? Also, Trace, your mom's really into podcasters. So, yeah, what's your mom's number? Yeah, all I'm saying is that I fucked your mom. Authors <laughs> cannot send the message. There was also a follow-up message. study of 275 people that confirmed that frequent emoji use was linked to having more frequent sex, and it was also linked to having more sex partners in the last year. Okay, I'm gonna do my own research. Can we talk about this again next month? Yes, yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, report back. All right. And we'll have your wife report back, too. I mean, we'll get her on the phone, just so you know I'm not full of shit. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what our uh, scores look like at the end of that second round. Um, It looks like Keith Old Jensen's in first place with 100 Ah. points. Boo. Boo. Uh, The audience is in a close second with zero points. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are right to just, like, mostly stay quiet. (laughs) Uh, Rahul's in third place with negative 100 points. That's and tied with Trace. Woo! Negative 100. And Jason B, you're not too far behind with negative 200 points. This is anybody's game. Anybody's game. All right. Oh, I believe this is my game. I think we all know based on past performance. But I won. If there's I won once. 
Ha, in the last who else sitting at the table has ever won? Probably Trace. I feel like I won once. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. <laughs> That's I one of those fake the... news memories yeah. you I remember heard so winning. much about. There's a belt. I think I mm. touched it. You touched the belt? Maybe. Hmm. Uh, consensually. <laughs> Round three. Terrible people who hate science. Keith. <laughs> Question number you one. Give him a point for that. <laughs> All right, go ahead and buzz him. Yeah, He's just go. handing out points. Oh, huh? he got it. You tricked oh, me. You buzzed in before. You tricked me. That was good. All right, that was good. You I'm, I'm letting you keep that. Uh, question number one: Holocaust denier Sean Spicer was just announced to be starring on what reality show, Keith? Dancing with the Stars. I wanted so bad to say Dancing with the Nazis, but I also <laughs> wanted to win. Absolutely correct, Keith. Well done. Uh, yeah, uh, Trump is very pleased. He tweeted, "He will do great. A terrific person who loves our country dearly." Uh, the host, Tom Bergeron, publicly stated that he was against Spicer being on the show, but Queer Eyes Karamo Brown tweeted in defense of Spicer, adding that he hoped the two would be able to have a conversation to understand each other's different views. He is the Aww. culture guy. I think that's like his whole thing. Hmm. Yeah, but have did you ever think that with Tom Bergeron would be no. more woke than a member of Queer Eye? <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, fuck Sean Spicer. You know... You don't know who Tom Bergeron is? No, I only watch Strictly Come Dancing in the UK. I don't uh, it's so yeah, much better. It is so much better. Stop I, sucking I, up. I don't give you points. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, thanks. I'm oh, sorry. You got this backwards. You got one person over, <laughs> yeah. Trace. One person over. Oh, sorry. I got to aim. aim uh, question right. number two. Friend of Quizotron, Dr. Jen Gunter, has brought light to the fact that Twitter does not allow advertisers to use what word in their paid ads, Keith? Vagina! Absolutely That's correct. That's the second time that answer was correct for me tonight. <laughs> I know. It's your lucky word, apparently. It always has been. Uh, has it? <laughs> well, uh, well, now that I've discovered the emoji trick. <laughs> there is no uh, vagina emoji, though, so you're kind of out of luck. Um, well, you can use. But never mind. We'll talk. <laughs> what do you prefer? That's that's a hot topic. Is which emoji is the vagina emoji? It's, uh, open and closed parentheticals with the uh, straight up and down line. That's not an emoji though. That's an emoticon. Well, emo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do they call yeah, emoticon, emoticon before yeah. they were emojis? Or an ASCII. Okay. Yeah. ASCII. Yeah. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Anyway, a clam with the splash wave going at it. That's. Uh, do they have a clam? I don't think they have a clam. I don't even emoji. I'm making them up. Oh. I've only seen When's them. When's the last time you got laid? Right, poor dude. Exactly. I'm in a long-term relationship. I don't have to emoji. <laughs> I thought you were in a long-term relationship. I don't get laid. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Jen just po- just uh, published her book, The Vagina Bi- Bible, and her Woo-hoo. publisher – yeah, it's awesome – but her publisher cannot advertise it with the name of the book on Twitter because vagina is a dirty word on Twitter. wonder how the uh, penis Bible did. <laughs> or cunt book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the cunt book probably does fine. But yeah, because I do get called that all the time on Twitter and I don't think anybody cares at Twitter. At but Twitter, never so. in an ad. Like, That's true. I'm just looking at I all mean, the emojis. Is Rebecca watching a cunt? Yeah, yeah, I would I be shocked to see an ad. There is a taco. There is a taco. There's a, oh, yeah, there is a taco. There's a taco. There's a taco. But then you could have a taco Bible, and that would get a way different You just do the whole package with the peach, too, I think. That works, right? Yeah. Okay, question number three. Climate change denier Brett Stevens recently had a meltdown over someone referring to him as what animal? Trace. 
A bed bug. Absolutely correct. Well done. Brett Bedbug Stevens. Dave Karpf, a uh, professor at George Washington, joked on Twitter that the bed bugs at the New York Times offices were actually Brett Stevens. Uh, in response to that tweet, which got nine likes and zero retweets, <laughs> Stevens emailed Karpf and told him to come to his house and say it to his face. I think in front of his wife and kids. In too, front of like, his wife and kids. With his family standing there. Yeah. I don't know if you want to be that kind of humiliated. I know. Come to my to... house and embarrass me, won't you? <laughs> maybe he's, maybe he's that. might that. be his I don't kink. Know. I'm not going to shame him. Yeah, no, that, we don't that's kink, kink shame here. Yeah. We don't kink shame. No. Yeah. That's what he's into. Uh, question number four. With the Amazon rainforest on fire, Trump has moved to allow corporations to mine the world's largest temperate rainforest located in what state? Trace. Alaska. Absolutely correct. Well done. It seems like a good guess. It's a big state. Yeah. No, it's a good guess. Were you just guessing? Like, where else would there be a... I actually knew that. My video coming out on Monday is about this. Oh, then you didn't have to guess. No, but not about that specifically. Oh, okay. About the 20% of our oxygen comes from the Amazon, because it doesn't. Oh, where does 20% of our oxygen come from? Most of it comes from the ocean. Like 80 yeah. yeah, and then the twenty percent figure—I <laughs> couldn't find a source like for it that. anywhere. It just seems to be like parroted widely. Yeah. Oh, I feel so much better about those Big Macs now. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck the Amazon. It's right. fine. That's two, not where. Our... What two to eight percent? Or fuck. The... Yeah. You know what? I can do with a little less oxygen. Thank you. You know the Amazon's a lot like the Clash. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um... Overrated. <laughs> Next question. Uh, newly announced 2020 GOP presidential candidate Joe Walsh once endorsed a program that would give guns to whom? Jason B. The mentally ill? No. So sorry. Keith. Blind people. <laughs> Incorrect. So sorry. Come on, guys. Trace. Teachers. No, you're close, though. Rahul, you want to... Come on. Come on. What is close Come to on. a teacher but not a teacher? The audience clearly knows it. Am I? <laughs> okay. No, no. They're going to get it if they get it. I, am I blocked from All right, audience. What is it? Children. It's children. Yes. That's the opposite you, of a teacher. Did once you, you get once? an answer. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, just once, God. huh? Once you get an answer wrong, you're, you're blocked out until they clear it. So. Except uh, on the one where they took like yeah, except the one I like four hundred. Yeah, yeah, I kept on. resetting that because I wanted you guys to lose more points. <laughs> well done, audience! Give yourselves a round of applause. <laughs> yes, yeah, school children. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, uh, <laughs> they. Uh, he was on the. Um, he was on what's his name? Uh, Sasha, Sasha Barrett Cohen. Thank you. I I actually I didn't write it down. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen had a show on HBO or something last year, and Joe Walsh was one of the Republicans he had on, where he told him about an Israeli program where they armed children as young as five years old uh, in order to protect their schools. And Joe Walsh was on camera saying, "I support this program for Americans." <laughs> so yeah, and now he's huh. uh, he's actually watched this. Sh- exact episode but still didn't remember and you didn't remember yeah. that also it's showtime i feel corporate sponsors would want to know that it's not hbo oh sponsor. well unfortunately <laughs> that wasn't the question <laughs> so you don't get points for that yeah. yeah no okay. no i'm so sorry sometimes just buzz in anyway yeah points. 
Uh, that's the end of that round, actually. Let's see how our scores are looking now. It looks like Keith oh, Jensen has pulled out ahead with 300 points. I brought my lead wow. there. Yeah. Only the audience is even close to me. The audience is catching up to you with 100. Trace is at an even zero. I'm doing perfectly all right. in the middle. It's like we got a palindrome of scores. You found it's balance. True. It's true. We do have a palindrome of scores because Rahul has negative 100 and Jason B, negative 300. Perfect, perfectly balanced as all things must be. Uh, there is honor in coming dead last. It's true. Oh, I do it a lot. is there a negative record? Uh, yeah, and you're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still time. We well, keep mean, cutting me off. I got wrong head. answers. That's true. I got them. That's true. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Keith, I think, has been several thousands in the negative at times. And then pulled out the last minute and won. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Go just send I emojis. I want on your back. Just go send the emojis. You don't have to tell us. Oh, Billy. Okay, no, I'm going <laughs> to. Your daughter's lovely, and I'm glad she's here. <laughs> uh, all right, round, <laughs> round four. Uh, round four is science shit that didn't fit into the other categories. <laughs> Question number one. What do half of all Neanderthals studied have in common with local surfers? Rahul. It's the ear thing, the weird things in the ears, the ear horns. I'll take it. Did you say ear horns? (laughs) Yes. Ear nipples? Ear nipples, yes. They have ear nipples. No, they have surfer's ear, uh, which is a condition caused by, like, too much freezing cold water bursting into your ear. Your ear starts getting these little bony horns and spurs, and it makes it very difficult for water to get back out. And you, it can cause infections and block hearing. And it's pretty rare amongst the general population. It's fairly common amongst surfers in this area because we have a lot of cold water. Um, but half of all Neanderthal skulls studied, which is only like 30, but still, <laughs> um, have it. So they're thinking like that means that Neanderthals spent a lot more time than they thought in the water probably looking for food. So You yeah, surf, cool. don't you? I do surf. That's why I found this news item. It's a good fact. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And I probably have surfer's ear, yeah. but I don't go to the doctor, so I don't know. <laughs> Adaptation's stupid. Yeah. That's a dumb adaptation. Couldn't agree more. I have no idea why. I don't think it's an ad- I don't think it's an adaptive trait actually. I I think it's because th- I don't think there's anything about it that is but beneficial. Would, yeah, like why would you I would I mean, also like to argue that adaptation is design. not stupid. You can tell. <laughs> adaptation is not stupid, I'd like to point no, out. No, I, I agree <laughs> with that. That one Sorry. specifically is okay. stupid. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that anyone's ever found an adaptive reason for surfers here. I think it's just uh, the response to frequent injury that happens. So, yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, it sucks. Question number two. How often do 100-year floods happen? Jason B., Every 80 years. <laughs> I like that you, you thought that one through. You're like, it can't be 100. <laughs> <laughs> I love it if it is. But I know about the 100 years war, and that's bullshit, too. I was right. just trying. No, I'm sorry. They it's were like, not, we almost made it. It's not that 80. Way. Trace. Every year. Absolutely correct. It's not <laughs> uh, climate change. Yeah, it's, uh, it's every 1 to 30 years, but likely every single year we have a quote-unquote 100-year war. According to a paper published uh, recently this month in the war journal... War flood. Yeah, you said war. You said war, sorry. but you meant flood. Did I say war? You, you did. did. I get points, right? Fine, yeah. <laughs> wow. I said war. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, I'm going to give you back those points then. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. Yay! <laughs> wow. I'm, negotiation is how this works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very overheated and tired. It's warm in here. <laughs> you know what? Let's, Drunk and angry. I'm Drunk ca- and angry. <laughs> I am very angry still. Um, yeah, it's floods. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut this out of the podcast. Also sucks. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, uh, every one to 30 years, uh, this was just published in Nature Communications. Um, basically researchers were trying to cr- come up with a better map for figuring out when these horrible floods happen and in order to help prevent them. And yes, as climate change is getting worse, uh, our floods are becoming more frequent and now they're thinking that they're annual traditions in some Coastal locations. Hey, yeah, we've got a good these deal. things. We've got these hundred-year floods. How often do you think those happen? Like, maybe we should study that. Like every year? Yeah, every year, every year. Maybe we yeah. should change the name. To I mean, floods. yeah, at some point they're going to have to change the name yeah. to Big Fucking Flood or something. <laughs> uh, we'll just call it yeah. summer. We'll just call it summer. <laughs> summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> flood season, like fire season. Summertime sadness. Uh, why are why are crows in urban areas developing high cholesterol? Jason B. Fast food waste. Absolutely correct. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, from eating cheeseburgers specifically. <laughs> um, yeah. This is uh, this is a, an, uh, a recent study that came out uh, from uh, UC Davis. They found that I think it was UC Davis. Uh, I didn't write that down, but the, it happened in Davis, California. They studied 140 crow nestlings um, along a gradient from urban to rural environments, and over the span of three years, and they found that rural birds did not have high cholesterol, but urban birds did. The rural bird. <laughs> the rural bird. That sounded real confident, but that was a guess. That's one of those things where you don't need you science to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, look you around, it. got it. The same reason as the rest. Of us have higher cholesterol. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm feeding special. them fries, that's why. <laughs> they, and they followed it up actually by testing their hypothesis that it was cheeseburgers by going to a rural area in Clinton, New York, uh, and they they bought orders of a hundred McDonald's cheeseburgers at a time and fed them to the local crows just to see their cholesterol <laughs> skyrocket. <laughs> I wonder if this will work. Yeah. <laughs> And it did. The good news is that it didn't affect their survivability in the rural crows. So the rural crows. (laughs) All right. Um, Basketball teams that are losing in the first half of the game do better in the second half if what happens during halftime? Trace. Hot dogs. If hot dogs happen? Yeah, you eat hot dogs in halftime. No! Your team was not good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm from Detroit. Come on. (laughs) Jason B. If everyone leaves the game. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Not what I'm looking for. Wait, wait. He could be right. You wouldn't know because everyone left. Mm. There would be no one to observe what happened. That's not... This isn't Schrodinger's basketball If a basketball (laughs) game happens in the forest. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you liked science, Rebecca. Uh, Yeah, you're wrong. I like right answers. Come on, people. Oh. Their coach threatens to hurt them. Uh, why don't you buzz in and say that? Because I don't want to lose points. If their coach threatens them. Absolutely correct. I'm trying to steal that one so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turns out that the more negative a coach is during halftime, the better the team does in the second half. Like, no, you guys did great that first half. Just keep on going. Looks no, like I've got this game cinched. I'm killing it, guys. So. <laughs> right. 
Jason, you're a piece yeah. of shit. Wait, no, Jason, I mean, Jason, I love you. Yeah, you're a good Jason, guy. Jason, you suck, and you really need to pick it up. I think you're going to win this one. <laughs> what, what, where did they study this? Does, is it just like a male teams and all the dudes have daddy issues? And like, <laughs> Yeah, that's sports. They, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you're sports. Sports. Have you not seen guys watch football? <laughs> I don't have a gender or location breakdown, but I can tell you it was hundreds of teams in high school and college across the United States mm. that they examined halftime. It's probably all male or at least mostly male. Uh, so yes, that might have the patriarchy might come into play here. What? <laughs> yeah. What? It usually does though. <laughs> Um, however, they did find that at the very end of the spectrum, the Bobby Knight level <laughs> did get slightly worse. So if the coach was like throwing chairs at the kids, like they, they didn't do as well in the second half, but it's everything up to that, it's kind of like the Bulma peak. Like you're good if you're kind of drunk at most things. Yes. But then Ooh. yeah, if you commit homicide, that's probably not great. Probably not. No, that's, you know what? I like what? you said probably. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm giving you points for that. Yeah, that was just. Po- homicides, probably not nice. All right, we're, we're really, we're coming, we, we've got a shortened uh, show tonight. So I'm, we're going to call it Final that round minutes. there. Let's see where our scores are there. And then, all right, it's very close. Keith's got 200. Rahul's got 100. Tied with the audience, also with 100. Trace is at zero. Jason B's at negative 200. It's anybody's game going into the final round. Uh, the final round is uh, science according to late night radio. Uh, this is all stuff that comes from Coast to Coast AM, uh, yes. which is um, This is where insane. I win. Like Delilah? No, like Delilah, hey, but with honey. aliens. <laughs> hey, honey, how do you feel about metaphysical golden ratios? Yes. Yeah. Question number one, uh, a New Hampshire man claims to have solved a series of home break-ins in his neighborhood, claiming that the criminal is what cryptozoological creature? Jason B. The Yeti. Uh, I'm going to give that to you because the Yeti is a type of Bigfoot. Big Sasquatch. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. This was this man was in New Hampshire. The Yeti is generally in Nepal. Uh, no other creatures rob but, homes uh, besides those folks. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not racist. Not it's just <laughs> yet, yetis are bad. <laughs> You're a mythical creature racist. <laughs> Question number two. A church security camera has revealed that a Texas woman was lying when she claimed to receive messages and visions from what apparition? Jason B. St. Peter. Mm, no. So sorry. A church security camera revealed that a Texas woman was lying when she claimed to receive messages and visions from what apparition? You're very close, Jason. Trace. Jesus. Incorrect. No, any other guesses? Rahul. Virgin Mary. Say it into your microphone. Virgin Mary. Absolutely correct. Well done, Rahul. Why did I the pick thing a is, the, the twist is yeah, I mean, she actually got a funnier answer than that. The I twist is that that particular Mary wasn't a virgin. Other than that, she yeah, was getting true. the was messages. It was toast? all accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Question number three, two, <laughs> two New Zealand men ended up in court over allegations that one threatened the other with a crossbow after making a 10,000 bet over whether or not what conspiracy theory was true. Trace. The Lord of the Rings, because it's a crossbow. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Jason B. Flat Earth. Absolutely correct. Yes. Well done. <laughs> okay, now this one's out because New Zealand doesn't exist. <laughs> What politician recently told Joe Rogan that if they become president, they'll tell the public the truth about UFOs? Keith. Bernie Sanders. Absolutely correct. Well done. (laughs) 
Question five. Last question in this uh, whole game. A Siberian man recently won a lawsuit against a group of psychics when they failed to do what for him? Jason B. Predict his death. Incorrect. Trace. Predict his future. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. This is a party question. Come on. You got to buzz in and answer. Ask it again. A Siberian man recently won a lawsuit against a group of psychics when they failed to do what for him? What did they fail to do? Come on, guys. Come on. What do you ask psychics for? It's Inside it's only area. the guys that haven't answered yet. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Communicate go ahead. with a dead relative. Well, buzz in first. Take my points. Communicate with a dead relative. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can we know what the scores are before we Keith, do this? No. Toast a marshmallow so that it comes out like perfectly browned but not burnt. No, shut up. Uh, come on, Raul. Come on. Do you I got need this? How do you win? insist yes. I answer and then tell you, me to you shut up? You need this to win. Buzz in. Buzz in. You can do this. I you believe win in if you. You get this one. What do you ask? Wolf. What would you ask? You're a you're a Siberian man. You. <laughs> They want to get him laid. Bear sex. (laughs) Answer his pussy again. (laughs) I'm sorry, Raul. What is your answer? I was gonna say winter sex, but I'm giving it to you. (laughs) Only so that I don't win, you harpy. (laughs) The actual answer was get him back together with his ex-wife, but that does imply sex. So I'm giving it to you. Not in Siberia, it doesn't. It's too cold for sex there. (laughs) All right, let's check out our final scores for the night. Roll who's our winner with three. down you're not going you don't even know how to get out that's the wrong way keith that's a closet wow i went all the way to the bottom all right Me uh, and Jason. let's go let's go down the line we've got a few minutes so you can tell everyone the audience here and at home listening on the podcast where they can find you uh let's start to my right with rahul I will be in Cambridge in a month, so please come to the I UK. don't mean it's literally great. where to find you. I mean, um, like, no, no, no. Did you just Greg, dox yourself? <laughs> Send me your staff email. Okay. Well, I, I accept everyone who's not European, so Americans are welcome, it turns out. All um, right. Also on Twitter, Samat Lab. Uh, I will have a lab website called samatlab.com if you want to know what science I'm doing for aging. But that's pretty much right. That's that R-A-H-U-L-S-A-M-A-N-T. Thank you, Keith. called Sam. Exactly. For yes. You're you're sure. you're better at promotion than Rahul is. <laughs> so people can find you. <laughs> Rahul Saman, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Jason B. Uh, I have a website, mayorjasonb.com, like I'm running for office, and uh, I'm on all the social media as Chuckle Punker. Did you say Chuckle Punker? Yeah. Can you spell that? Chuckle you, Chuckle Punker. Punker. Are like, you non-comedians familiar with what a chuckle fucker is? <laughs> a, a chuckle fucker is a term for a fan of comedy who enjoys sexing comedians, like a groupie in the comedy yeah, yeah. world. That's what we call them. I prefer a good chuckle hugger. But <laughs> I prefer a chuckle, dance, and sing kind of. I mean, uh, let's be honest, Keith. Keith, you would prefer I'll anyone to get. DM yeah. you anything. <laughs> do, you have to a, do you have a science word for that? Uh, like a groupie for scientists? Um, Nerd fucker. Keep your hopes that. up. I don't know. <laughs> How about just a pipette? Oh, there you go. No. It's a little like. Uh, that's a little. That's a little gendered. Yeah. Yeah. Gender, yeah. But, uh, Jason B. Everyone. <laughs> Trace Dominguez. Uh, you can find me on all of the social medias, Trace Dominguez, uh, for the white people, D-O-M-I-N-G-U-E-Z. 
Uh, and on on YouTube, uh, that is the same. Excuse me, that's not just for the white people. That's also for the Portuguese people because the Z sometimes throws me. You know. Yeah. Portuguese Could be an S. Very weird. You don't know. Could be an S. My fiance is Brazilian, so I have to learn it. So no, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. Trace Dominguez, everyone. And I'm pretty Keith. sure Portuguese people count as white. Some of them. Oh. Yeah, some we could we could throw okay. down on this. Can I say specifically you? I'm not Portuguese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am white. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad but I once married a man with a Portuguese last name. Jeez, how many men have you married? Just the one, uh, but he is an Indian sure? British with a Portuguese last okay, name. Okay, because you've mentioned an Indian and a British and now a Portuguese man. Yeah, it's married. a they fucked, were all the You same know what? Guy? Like England went around the world just fucking everybody. So what do you think's gonna you happen? You wanted to be able to tell all the jokes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're like, I gotta marry one dude. <laughs> an Indian guy, a Portuguese guy, and Rebecca's ass husband walk into a bar. <laughs> Hey, hey, bartender says hi, Sam. <laughs> Sam, Keith, Portuguese. Tell them we are out of time, you guys. Keith, tell them where they I'm, can find I'm you. I'm on all the internet stuff as Keith Lowell. Please uh, go get my new album on October 11th. It's called Unclean. It's very funny. Keith Lil Jensen, everyone. And I'm Rebecca Watson. You can find Quizzertron on Twitter at Quizzertron. You can hear our podcast at Quizzertron.com uh, or on the podcasting app of your choice. We will be back here at Piano Fight on Thursday, September 26th. Until then, thank you very much to our amazing audience and to my entire panel. Have a good night, everyone. Woo!